is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 30 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one, the main topic is going to be all about art challenges and why do an art challenge so that's what this week's topic is you can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com and this is going to be the first episode which goes up onto YouTube at the same time as the podcast feed. So you can you can find the podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And you can leave a comment in the in the comments on that video if you want. Or you can also leave a comment at sophielawson.com slash contact. The other thing we have this week is this week's Lil Art Tip, which is going to be about zooming in and out when drawing. So that's going to come up at the end of the show, but let's start with the main topic, which is why do an art challenge? So an art challenge is something like Inktober, which is happening next month, and you have 31 days to produce 31 drawings and so you do you do one drawing every day for the whole of October basically it's normally a month like a 30 day challenge where for that whole 30 days you've made yourself a promise that you're going to show up every single day and do a drawing or a piece of artwork and then you share it online with a bunch of other people who are also doing the challenge so it has a lot of benefits in that it's like you've got the accountability that you've said you're going to do it, but that also allows you to focus on doing it. And then because you've got all these other people that are also doing the challenge, it's fun because you're seeing what everyone else is doing. And it also allows you to make sure you show up. Because if you didn't have these other people, you may, after like... 10 days or something, you might think, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> so that's basically what an art challenge is. It's a period of time, which is normally 30 days, where you, every single day, produce a piece of artwork and post it online with normally like a hashtag or something, so that it brings everyone together. Um, so that's what the art challenge is. And I've done two so far. My first one was at the end of 2017, where I spent three months learning digital painting. And that was one that I actually made up on my own um, on the website. And I called it the digital dream. And the goal of that challenge was to learn digital painting with the desire of bringing a custom character that I'd created in my head called Lil Sophie to bring her to life on the computer. So, and I think that is quite important with these challenges is before you go into it to have like a goal that's something that is going to motivate you because with that digital dream it was a 75 day challenge over three months and it was probably one of the hardest things I ever did and if I hadn't have made up the goal of bringing Lil Sophie to life, I don't think I would have got through that challenge. So I think it is very important to have a goal that is really 
sort of important for you um, to keep you motivated. And then I've also done another one I did in, I think it was February of this year. I did Les- Leslie Sater's 1330 painting challenge, which was um, 30 days of, I think it was February. And for those 30 days, every single day you had to produce a painting. Um, and this one was traditional. So I've done two challenges so far. The first one was digital painting and the second one was traditional painting. And both of these, I've never done anything before. With the digital, I'd never done anything digitally before. And with the traditional, I'd only done a handful of paintings at art class. And up until I started doing these challenges, I'd always really only worked with graphite pencils. And I really wanted to start bringing colour into my artwork. And I felt like the best way to do this was to do a challenge. Because if I didn't do the challenge and I just said I wanted to bring colour in, I don't, because the good thing about these challenges is it sort of brings with it a structure so that you don't have to worry about all these other things. All you have to focus on is what you're going to do within the rules of the challenge. But you still got a lot of freedom into what you do. Like in the 1330 painting challenge, you could paint whatever you wanted. Um, so you got the freedom there, but you had the structure that it's got to be a traditional painting. So that's the challenges I've done so far. And I thought what I would do is I would just list a few things as to why I think it's good to do an art challenge. And then I'll, what I'm going to do is read little quotes that I put on the website from each week of the, di- the Digital Dream because something else I think is quite um, quite handy is while you're, doing a di- um, while you're doing an art challenge I think it's quite good to write about what you're doing because when you're writing about what you're doing it can actually help you um, stay on track because with the Digital Dream like I said it got really hard at, at some times Around week five it got really hard and I think if I hadn't been writing, um, like the act of writing allowed me to process what I was struggling with so I could a- adapt what I was doing um, to make it, make it a bit more manageable. Um, and that was with writing that I found like solutions to some of the problems I was encountering. So I think it's quite important or I think it could be quite helpful to do a little bit of writing whilst you're doing the challenges um, just to help you get the most out of the challenge and what I did was I actually did my writing on the website with a weekly blog post so I'm going to read little quotes from each week just to sort of highlight some of the things I was learning and struggling with and stuff but why do an art challenge so I've just what I've done is I've listed a few little things here and I'll come back to them in a minute with some examples but when you're doing an art challenge it takes you out of your comfort zone it allows you to try new things it builds your confidence it can allow you to find a new passion or direction to take your art or you might realise that something you've always wanted to do now that you actually start doing it you might realize that you don't actually enjoy doing that so it's a good way to experiment it can also build a drawing habit 
like get the ball rolling because like because of the structure of the challenge and because you've got the accountability of all these other people it that can help you focus on building a new drawing habit and um, you also create a load of art so you, you you build up a quite a big like bunch of new drawings or paintings in a really short period of time you feel part of something bigger because there's everybody else is drawing and painting along with you you learn so much but the main thing is it is it's just so much fun so that's the main reasons that I think why it's fun to do or why it's good to do these art challenges I'll come back to them in a minute but as an example here's a quote from each week of the digital dream that I did and that went over 12 weeks so there's 12 little quotes here and as I said the, dig- the digital dream I was trying to push myself to learn digital painting and I'd never done anything like this before so I was miles out of my comfort zone but I think looking at these quotes you get an idea of how like varied this the art challenges can be and how it's well for me I feel like it sort of becomes like a journey where you're you go into the challenge thinking you're gonna you're gonna do something or you go into the challenge thinking you're gonna go down a certain direction but the challenge itself almost becomes like a living breathing thing that that actually it starts taking you down the direction it wants to go and if you just allow the challenge to go wherever it wants it's almost like you find things about yourself that you didn't realize so during week one of the digital dream i said digital painting is a lot more organic and traditional feeling than i ever expected and what that was is i'd always thought digital painting would be completely different to traditional um but what i realized quite quickly was that draw um drawing on the computer was very similar to drawing on paper and that was the thing that shocked me the most during that first week and then on week two I said traditional drawing skills are key and that's sort of related to the first week but during that during the um, second week I started realizing that all the things I'd learnt with traditional drawing were really still vitally important with digital and I'd always thought it would be like a reset but it wasn't everything I'd learnt from traditional um, was allowing like helping me with the digital so that was quite fun and then on week three I said clipping masks are awesome and clipping masks are where you can when you're working digitally you can very quickly um, like say you draw a head or something you can very quickly with a clipping mask color the head in without coloring other bits so you can start like clipping bits of the drawing out basically clipping masks um, just allow you to very quickly color areas of a drawing Um, and this was when I started to realize the, the benefits of working digitally is that it 
it allows you to do things that would take ages traditionally you can do them a lot quicker digitally so this was when I started to realize that there's like benefits of traditional and benefits of digital um, and I feel like both of them work together so that's when I started realizing that traditional and, dig and digital they have they both have different skills but they both come together so that was quite fun um, week four it, this is when it started to get quite hard and I said I need new eyes and this was when I started to realise that I was getting headaches working on the computer. Um, but what happened was I started looking into computer glasses. And I think it was around week six I picked up a pair of glasses and that solved the issue. But this is this highlights something about these art challenges is that you can go into it thinking something but you have no idea what's going to happen. So I never realised that working on a computer was going to hurt my eyes. And so these art challenges, you have to be very like adaptable um, and just it, it really allows you, you have to sort of like try anything. Um, so with this eye strain, I started looking into software on the computer and I ended up going down the computer glasses route. Um, and so it, it was like a way of having to find a solution to the problem. But whilst I waited for these computer glasses to arrive I adapted the challenge by taking myself off the computer and sketching in my sketchbook but I was sketching Lil Sophie which was the character I wanted to draw on the computer so that was quite fun actually because um, it allowed me to focus on Lil Sophie without being confused by the computer because I was having to learn how to work on the computer as well um, and that comes into week five, where I wrote two goals, one challenge. And and I realised that I'd gone into the challenge with two goals when I should really have focused on one. And the two challenges were that I wanted to bring Lil Sophie to life. And I also wanted to find out if I enjoy the process of digital painting. What had happened was I'd started focusing too much on learning digital painting instead of what the original goal was which was to bring Lil Sophie to life so around week five that's when I started um, like pulling back on how much learning I was doing on the computer and instead of like trying to learn everything to do with digital painting I I got enough skills so that I could do what I needed to do um, to then start bringing Lil Sophie to life. So again, it was kind of like the act of writing, what I was feeling, allowed me to adapt the challenge. And then on week six, I said, I find it incredibly relaxing and freeing, sketching Lil Sophie. And this was when I really realised that um, creating Lil Sophie and creating my own characters was just so much more fun than anything I'd ever done with drawing before. And I think that was the main thing about this art challenge was I tried some new things and I just ended up having the most fun I've, I've ever had doing art. Um, and if I hadn't have done this challenge, I maybe would never have created Lil Sophie. So I just think it was a very important thing. 
and on week seven, I wrote, I started asking myself, does Lil Sophie have a face? Um, and this was when I, because I'd always, I had the idea of Lil Sophie in my head for a couple of years, but this was the first time I'd start, started trying to draw her. And she'd always, in my head, looked like a regular anime character. But during this challenge, I started thinking, like, the more I sketched her, the more I started thinking, I don't think she is going to look like what I thought she was. And this was something else that was fun. And it goes back to what I said earlier about how um, the challenge sort of takes you in its own direction. And it ends up now that Lil Sophie hasn't got any facial features. And I really like that because it allows for her pose to be the thing. <laughs> it allows for her pose to be like the focus. Um, like her gesture. But again, this this was be- the challenge itself was bringing me to that. So that was another th- fun thing about the challenge. On week eight, I said, I don't like the thought of learning a new software package while still trying to find what Lil Sophie looks like and what this was about was I wanted to try Clip Studio Paint which is another software package but I I also didn't want to because I knew that by trying to learn a new software package I thought maybe that would be too much and so I was so close to staying with Photoshop but right at the last minute I decided to try Clip Studio Paint and again it, it goes back to how when you're doing one of these art challenges, you start to sort of um, just try everything and you start becoming quite fearless because because you're trying new things and you're seeing how fun it is. You start thinking, well, I'm just going to keep trying all these other new things and it almost doesn't matter. So, so you can almost say, like, for today's challenge, I'm just going to play around with Clip Studio Paint and see what it's like and and that can be your like mini goal for the day so you can even break down the challenge itself into mini challenges within the challenge <laughs> so on week 8 I was I was debating whether to try clip studio paint and then on week 9 I said the quote said the pencil acts like a pencil the pen acts like a pen and the line quality of both is beautiful Clip Studio Paint Pro has beautiful default brushes. So I did try Clip Studio Paint and that one moment ended up changing the whole challenge for me. And ever since, I have not really used Photoshop at all. And I've fallen in love with Clip Studio Paint. For for me, it's it's just the perfect package. And that links in with the little quote from week 10 where I said... Clip Studio Paint is amazing. Um, Affirmations are amazing. Sketching Lil Sophie is amazing. Combining all three together is super amazing. So this is when I started to realise that I loved drawing Lil Sophie on the computer. Clip Studio Paint just felt like the perfect package. And I also started teaming up these little affirmations I have with Lil Sophie which again, that was never something I thought about doing um, until I started doing this challenge and it just, everything just sort of fell into place. So these challenges are quite organic, really. 
they, like I said, they have a mind of their own. And the little quote for week 11, I said, Lil Sophie's going to be a clumsy artist, so no idea how good she'll be at teaching. And what that is, is um, I came up with the idea, and it's something I'm still thinking about, of creating like a bunch of courses on the website, like how to draw courses, and have Lil Sophie be the teacher. <laughs> I think it'd be quite fun, and I've got loads of ideas for that. But again, I, I need to improve, or I feel like I need to improve my digital painting skills first. But that's something I'm thinking about doing. Um, but I think her clumsiness will be quite good because I'll bring that into the, I'll bring that into the art classes. So it'd be quite funny, I think. Um, and then the final week of the digital dream, I said, I've always been scared to post imperfect work to the internet. But this challenge forced me to do that. In doing so, I realised it isn't so bad. And I think that really highlights what these challenges are all about. It's, it's about taking yourself completely out of your comfort zone, trying new things and realising that all the fears you have and all the, all the fears that are stopping you from doing things, they're all lies. And when you actually just start doing it, and an art challenge sort of forces you to do the things that you're scared to do, and you realise that, not only do you realise that it's nothing to be scared of, you realise that it's a lot of fun. So for me, that is the main reason to do one of these art challenges, is just to force yourself out of your comfort zone, and realise that when you're out of your comfort zone that's when you do your the best stuff and you just learn so much about yourself and about art and f for me it's i feel like it's the best thing ever so if we go go back to the little list of things i had as to why to do an art challenge the first thing was it takes you out of your comfort zone and like i just said with these the two challenges i've done so far Digital painting and traditional, they both scared me. And I think if I had never done one of these art challenges, I probably would never have been able to have started painting. The art challenges, both of them really allowed me to see that there was nothing to be a, nothing to be afraid of. Um, and not only that, but I've fallen in love with digital painting. And traditional painting feels like something I want to do in the future. So the good thing about um, these art challenges taking you out of your comfort zone is it forces you to do things that you're scared to do and in doing so you realise that there was nothing to be afraid of and this also goes into the next one which is to try new things you start experimenting with things you wouldn't normally try so like for instance with me with the um, digital dream I tried clip studio paint and I fell in love with it with the 1330 painting challenge I tried um, oil paints for the first time and watercolours and again I fell in love with both of them and they were both so different and it is just really fun to try new things because it sort of you get really excited and y your mind starts going crazy thinking about all the things you could do um, but then that's, that also sometimes for me that also sometimes gets a little bit annoying because you get excited about all these things you can do 
but you're not quite ready yet to be able to do that because your skills aren't good enough that can be a little bit sad sometimes to not be at the point that you want to be at but what is good is that it shows you what is going to be possible if you keep doing it so trying new things is good because it sort of gets you excited for the future the next one I had was that it gives you confidence and this is definitely true because um you realise you can do a lot more than you think. And like I often say, it's it's like you're going against the lies of the mind. Um, and by overcoming fears, like putting out imperfect work, like what I did with the digital dream, you start realising that the mind is always lying to you and trying to hold you back. And so you start to get a lot more confident knowing that you can do things. And... Another thing is just the thought when you get to the end of the challenge, knowing that you actually showed up every single day and produced a piece of artwork, that gives you confidence to know that you can you can do it. You can set a goal and achieve it. Um, and these challenges are only little, like you could, you could just do a little drawing for an hour a day. So it's not, whilst you are sort of committed to it, it's not that much of an investment but it can be if you want, you could do more, but it doesn't have to be a massive investment, but just when you get to the end of the challenge and you've done that, it gives you confidence to know that moving forward you can do more, it just gives you a lot of confidence to move forward. Um, The next thing I said was about, you might find a new passion or direction, or realise that something you've always wanted to do, when you actually start doing it you don't enjoy it and for me the like new passion I've got is now creating Lil Sophie and I think that passion has become so strong that it's actually stopped me wanting to do pencil drawings for the moment um, and like I said it's just quite exciting the direction that these challenges can take you in and so you might start one of these challenges and you'll end it as a completely different person and it might be that your whole like direction of your art completely changes and you could never have predicted that so it's really fun and I think as long as you're following like what you want to be doing you're going to end up doing what you want to do <laughs> that's, that's mad um and something I really love about these challenges is that you embrace uncertainty and by embracing this uncertainty that's what will shape the future direction because if you wasn't doing a challenge like this it's very easy to just keep doing the same thing like every day and and it might be that you'll never find out something you that you could have done which you would have fallen in love with and you only do that because in this challenge you're sort of experimenting and playing it's in that playing that you fall in love with things Um, and for me that was like little Sophie and working digitally so the next one I said about was it can build a drawing habit so say you're struggling to show up every day to do gesture drawings or something you can actually team that up with this one of these challenges so you could say for this challenge I'm going to do a gesture drawing and then turn that gesture drawing into a drawing and then a painting but the thing you're starting with is the gesture drawing 
And then when the challenge is over, because you know that you've done a gesture drawing every single day, you can actually keep that going. So it's a good way to build a drawing habit. You end up creating loads of art, which, as I've said before, like if you've got a sketchbook full of drawings, it's just really sort of inspiring to look through all the stuff you've done and that motivates you to do more. So you're doing you're producing so much art in such a short period of time that you end up with like a bunch of drawings which is quite exciting. And that's one of the funnest parts of the challenge is looking back at all the artwork you've done. You also feel part of something bigger. I didn't really feel that with the first challenge I did because I was doing that one completely on my own. But the second one I did, which was the 1330 painting challenge with Leslie Sater. And on that one, you did your little painting and then every day you posted it to her website. And what was really cool was everyone else was doing that. So you ended up with hundreds of artists posting their artwork. So every day, not only were you producing your little piece of artwork, but you got to see everyone else's. And that was one of the most fun parts of that challenge for me was because you would you would log in and you'd end up starting to see somebody's work and you say I know who this is <laughs> because like there was somebody there who was always drawing birds so every day they painted a bird and you'd log in and you'd actually be quite excited to see what they had just done so part of the challenge became not just what you were doing but what everyone else was doing and that was one of the that was one of the most fun bits about the challenge for me and I feel like Inktober will do the same thing because you hashtag Inktober and I think it'll be quite fun just to see what everyone else is doing and knowing that you're part of that it just feels I never really realised how much fun it was going to be to be part of something like that so that's that's a good reason to do one of these art challenges and the thing that's good about that is you never know but you might form some like friendships with people who are doing the similar artwork to you so you could end up at the end of this challenge with a bunch of friends which would be nice and the other, another thing I said was that you learn so much and not only do you learn new art skills but something that I've realised is you learn things about yourself, like where your limits are. Um, and that was something I struggled with in the first challenge, which was the digital dream. Because it was my first ever challenge, I didn't realise what I was capable of and what, what was going to be too much. So I, at the start of it, I think I set so much, I think I set like so much stuff that I wanted to do that I ended up getting overwhelmed by it. And it became so like overwhelming that I almost quit the challenge. But this is like what I said about writing. That allowed me to cut some things out to make it a bit more manageable. But the good thing about writing is that now I can look back and when I do future challenges, I know what my limits are. So I, I, can, be, I can go into the next challenge with a lot more realistic expectations. So I do think it is quite a good idea to write as you're doing these challenges just to sort of help you for future ones as well.
Um, and the main thing is, is that it is fun. And both of the challenges I've done so far, they have been so much fun. The first one was fun because I realised how how much fun it was to create your own characters. And until that point, it's, it's something I'd never done before. But when you're, for me, when I'm drawing my own characters, it's just so much more creative than like doing a a painting or drawing from reference. And it's just so much more fun. And the digital dream was also just the first time I really started putting colour into my artwork, which that too was fun. And then with the other the other challenge, the paint the thirteen thirty painting challenge, that one was that one was probably more fun because it was just so messy to be working with paint and that one was just so fun getting paint everywhere and that for me is the main thing about these challenges is that you're drawing and painting what you want to do there's no rules about what like you have to draw or paint so you can do whatever you want so you're going to have fun because you're you're going to be drawing what you want but you're because you're trying so many new things that you've never done before you just end up experimenting and playing and these challenges just become so much fun and for me that is the main reason to do one of these art challenges is that the amount of fun that you're going to have and the good thing about that is when it's over the fun doesn't stop because with the digital dream for instance that was like the end of last year and I'm still having fun now drawing Lil Sophie which only came about because of that challenge. So that's basically just a bunch of reasons and stuff about why I think doing art challenges could be one of the best things you ever do. And I know it might seem a little bit scary and or daunting to start a challenge because you might think, I can't show up every day for 30 days. But this is something about the challenges that you will realise that you can. And like I said earlier, Even if you just say, I'm going to do a little quick sketch for 10 minutes, I'm sure everyone can find 10 minutes. But what's fun about it is you'll do it for the 10 minutes and before you know it, you'll end up just doing it for hours. (laughs) So I feel like there's always a way to do one of these challenges, even if you haven't got much time. There's always a way to do it, I think. And the benefits of that little bit of effort to start an art challenge is just going to be rewarded so much that I feel like it's it's really worth doing. So that's this week's topic, which is why do an art challenge. And like I said, next month is Inktober, and it's going to be the first time I've ever done Inktober. So I think next week's podcast might be um, focused on Inktober and some of the things I want to achieve. But that's the main topic for this week. <coughs> That means it's now time for this week's little art tip and it's sort of it's sort of like a two for one this this week but they're both related and it's basically to when you're drawing either traditionally or digitally it's always to remember not to get too close so I'm gonna break this this little art tip into two And I'm going to say traditional and digital. So if I go digital first, I would say the art tip is to not draw super zoomed up for too long. Because if you 
spend all your time zoomed right in close you're going to you're going to end up wasting time because when you zoom out to normal size most of those details you're not even going to see and also you're not going to realize how all that detail relates to the overall drawing so on the computer it is to not zoom in too close especially when you're first starting the drawing and when working traditionally it's to always remember to step back and this is something I noticed with pencil drawings was I would sometimes spend hours focused on like rendering an eye and then when I'd step back it's only when you step back that you realize that something was wrong because you were so close to it that you couldn't see how it related to everything else so this week's little art tip is really to find the balance between working close up and pulling back and seeing the whole and on the computer that is about zooming in and out and working traditionally it's a little bit different but it's basically to stand up and step back and look at your drawing or painting from a distance so that's this week's little art tip and it's to remember to zoom out and step back when doing a drawing so that you don't end up wasting too much time focusing on the details and i think that's it for this week's podcast so you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com there's also be links to all of the blog posts i talked about and stuff and you can find the podcast on youtube at youtube.com slash sophie lawson if there's anything you wanted to talk about on a future episode or something you can always send me a message at sophielawson.com slash contact or leave a comment in on the youtube video in the comments and i think that is it for this week's challenge this week's challenge (laughs) this week's podcast and all that's left is this week's inspirational quote And it goes to Fred DeVito. And it is. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Fred DeVito.